This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. The Canadian government joined the Global Coalition on Telecommunications earlier this month. The coalition includes the United Kingdom, the United States, Australia and Japan. The agreement is designed to improve the reliability and security of telecom services. Mark Aflalo has more details. Mark is the co-host of Access Tech Live. Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, Dave. I hear that uh, you want me to try and explain this a little bit clearer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, try, try to dumb this down a little bit for me because I'm not okay. the sharpest tool in the shed when it comes to a telecom and technology. So what are oh, the objectives on. of this coalition? Okay, so I mean, as you said, the coalition is a, is a group of countries and organizations, and their goal is really um, to kind of unify technology and the way we use it to communicate to make sure that it, it's safe and well. What they want to do really is make sure that, that, that the different companies that are involved are using technology that's cross-compatible and a technology that gives us choices no matter where we are in the world all in an effort to make sure that it is less expensive and or at least a competitive landscape so that no matter where you go, you're not going to be bombarded with places that are incredibly high telecom fees versus places that are a lot cheaper. There was a time when the U.S. was way ahead of Canada and they were paying you know $25 a month for unlimited cellular. And it took many, many years for that to come to Canada. Finally, it's here, but our prices are still a little higher. And people are complaining about this all the time. Every time we ever see any price changes or hikes or any any fluctuation, we always compare it to what other countries are doing. Mm. And this coalition is designed to try to keep things on a level playing field. So, so what's the tangible impact for a Canadian consumer? I, I know it's a little bit of speculation, but what's the tangible impact of saying, hey, we're part of this coalition? I mean, the, the, the goal at the end of the day, obviously, uh, in leveling that playing field and making sure that everybody's playing on the fair game, um, is that the technology we use will work wherever we are in the world. It's going to you know, ensure that if you are traveling to Dubai, if you're traveling to uh, Asia, if you're traveling to South Africa, that your technology is going to work, that you're not necessarily going to need to buy a local SIM card or use a different device. The standards will be the same, and the communication standards will be similar as well, not only from a technology perspective, but from a cost and availability perspective. You want to get off a plane no matter where you're going and turn on your phone and it just works. You don't want to ask questions. You don't want to have to worry about spending hundreds of dollars before you leave the house yeah. to make sure you've got the, the proper roaming plan. So it's really about giving people the peace of mind, but also giving people the choice, you know, letting people choose to to roam between carriers, to switch carriers if they feel they're getting a better deal at the plate and and not feel like they have to, okay, I got to go buy, you know, five new phones for my whole family here. I could take what I have because the technology is compatible and will work no matter where I am in the world. If I want to pick up and move to France today, I know my technology will work. And this coalition's job is to try and keep everybody at least in the same ballpark, you know, yeah. so that it's easier across the board for consumers at the end of the day. What about development? What about technological development as one of these countries might jump ahead with, say, dare I say it, 6G, like 5G is barely fully rolled out yet, but let's talk about 6G. But how much yeah. of this is about making sure there's information sharing in regards to building new infrastructure? Well, I mean, the, the good thing about telecom in general, especially when it comes to wireless, is that there are not many players out there, you know. 
you hear stories about Apple trying to make their own modems, but they're still using Qualcomm chips. Qualcomm is is a market leader in the world. They own a lot of the intellectual property, which means that nobody can really even make a chip unless they they pay them for it. So at the end of the day, people are like, why are we going to do this ourselves when this one company is doing all this great R&D? So it's making sure that everybody has access to that technology when it comes out and that there's no reasons that people wouldn't, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, government sanctions for whatever reason. It's making sure that whatever is developed uh, gives everybody the opportunity to at least take advantage of that technology and mm. deliver solutions that are on an equal playing field. Mark, when I look at the names of the countries that are signed on here, the UK, yeah. the US, Australia, Japan, Canada, I'm seeing one major global player left out, and that's China. And not to once again bring this back to the 5G conversation, but as diplomatic relationships deteriorated with China's government, companies like Huawei and ZTE that were actually building 5G networks in Canada got boxed out. And all of a sudden, yeah. uh, Swedish companies started getting brought in. I think it was Motorola or Ericsson that got brought in to try Ericsson, Nokia's involved. Nokia's involved. I mean, you know, yeah. so, so you started bringing in some of these other countries to do some work that had already been started by China. How much of this agreement is about limiting the influence of China in telecom, or maybe even not limiting the influence, but continuing to box them out as countries are saying, we don't want China involved in our infrastructure? You, you know the, 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 the phrase and the term, it's way above my pay grade? Um, I, I, you know, I really obviously couldn't tell you categorically whether that was a reason here or an impetus or, you know, you know, any kind of driving force. I think that when you look at the landscape of tech in, in the world, look at Apple as an example, they are they're constantly looking for ways to diversify their manufacturing, to make sure they have plants in the U.S., in Vietnam, in, in, in Mexico, uh, so that they're not as reliant on China. And I think to say that there's no influence there would be a lie because there's got to be some there, but I don't think anybody would actually admit it. Okay, let's uh, pivot off this to what's coming <laughs> up later today on Access Tech Live with you and Stephen Scott. Well, you know, it's our fifth show, so we figured let's uh, push the envelope here and let's send Stephen on the road. Ah. So Stephen is actually going to be joining us from the show floor at CES Unveiled in Amsterdam. Don't Whoa. tell anybody. Whoa. I haven't told them yet. So hopefully it works, and that way we can go to more places in the future. Stephen Scott live from Amsterdam. I know. Uh, Alone, too. This, this Stephen Scott, what a what, what a character. So what, what's what's on the chopping block? What's on the agenda? Well, we're going to be talking all about the, some really cool companies that are making their way to CES Unveiled. This is kind of a precursor to the big CES Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas in January. So a lot of cool companies that either can or can't make it to that big show are going to be showcasing their wares. Stephen had an opportunity to sit down with a bunch of these companies. We're going to bring you those conversations, plus the head of CES Unveiled in Amsterdam as well. Plus, we've got some other fun stuff coming up. We're going to talk about the news of the week and uh, check in with our friend Chad Lehman from the Neil Squire Society, all about a holiday campaign they've got going right on. on. Lots to come. Mark, I cannot believe it's already the fifth show. Where is time going? Uh, yeah, when we say it's 44, then I'm going to be like, what happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, rapidly approaching uh, the thousandth episode of Now with Dave Brown. Uh, oh, no, no, no celebrations planned yet, other than maybe uh, me going away and never coming back. Let's uh, celebrate Mark. Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. 
See, now we're talking. Uh, I was catering. I, I, Hot dogs I, and smoked meat. Mark, I was in Montreal last weekend, and I didn't get to go get smoked meat from my favorite place because the timing didn't work out with my uh, train. Uh, my train was leaving at 1 o'clock, and the place only opened at 1130, and I, I didn't want to cut it too close, you know, on a Thanksgiving Monday. So so I had to go, to, only, I, I had to, go to some parts. If only you knew meats. someone, Dave, who could pick you up and drive you and make sure you had that, who lived in the city. Yeah, you never call I, when you come to town. I, I, you live in the West Island. It's very far. I would make my way wherever you are to make sure that I <laughs> oh, see you. Oh, that's kind of you. Mark, have a great day. <laughs> you too. That's Mark Aflalo. He's one of the hosts of Access Tech Live. You can find that show every day, noon Eastern time. Not every day. Every Thursday, noon Eastern time on AMI-tv. You can find The Pulse on AMI-audio this weekend on The Pulse. Judah Gupta will chat with author Ashley Shaw, Ashley, Ashley Shu, about her new book, Against Techno-Ableism. The book explores the relationship between disability, identity, technology, and ableism. That's The Pulse weekends, 2 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-audio. And of course, you can find The Pulse on podcast platforms, including YouTube. Coming up next, the memoir North of Normal has been adapted into a movie. Michael McNeely shares his thoughts on the film. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.